this week I'm joined by my guest Alison, who is a friend of mine that I met when on Camp America. She has gone on to do amazing things and is currently in Nashville. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We talk about her music journey, her recent appearance on Netflix, and where the music industry is taking her next. Um, so how has music been going? How's life? It's been going so well. Um, I'm really enjoying living in Nashville. And mm-hmm. um, I moved here, obviously, to do the music thing. And I knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. And yes. um, so I moved here, I don't know what I mean here, 2018. Or, yes, fall of 2018. Mm-hmm. And I met my producers that I work with now, January 2019. And we just were really talking about who I wanted to be as an artist, what I wanted to do, and um, how I wanted to... My dog is is wanting to be annoying. Sorry if you oh, can hear really? her growling oh, behind me. <laughs> she probably just wants some affection. I know. Maggie. <laughs> oh, Maggie. <laughs> I can hear her. That's so cute. So I'll take you back to how you first got into music. So I first got into music when I was growing up. Um, I was always in choirs. Um, My grandparents over the holidays used to have like a little talent show type thing. And uh, it was just for our family, nothing big. But I used to sing like Britney Spears and Avril Lavigne. Mm -hmm. And it was just really funny because I was really young singing way too old of music but um, (laughs) sassy music (laughs) exactly Um, but I always knew that that's what I wanted to do and I didn't uh, really want to do anything else I just always loved singing and I loved to entertain and so when I was growing up I was raised on like classic rock I listened to Tina Turner I would listen to Queen and loved Freddie Mercury more than anything and Mm-hmm. Um, then it turned into Shania Twain and into Taylor Swift and uh, they, those artists really just shaped who I assumed I wanted to be as an artist and I really took from them as I was growing up and now getting into the music that I'm sharing which is pretty cool. Were you trained at all musically? Um, I was classically trained in college. So I sang opera in college. But when I was growing up, my grandparents asked me if I wanted to get any lessons. And I was like, I'm too good for that. No, I'm okay. I don't <laughs> I'm, need that. I have a natural I'm... talent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I was like, I don't need that. And then when I was applying for colleges, um, I knew I wanted to go to school for music, but I didn't know how. And my college counselor was telling me that I would have to sing opera and I said uh okay and then um I did and it actually was really fun and I loved my voice teacher in college she was just amazing and I really learned that <laughs> not that I wasn't already good but I learned how to use my voice and I learned right how to properly sing and how to uh safely sing so I wouldn't hurt myself when I was singing and um, it was so fun and it was really exciting and I've used everything that I've learned there uh, going forward into the music that I do now which is really cool yeah wow did you have an inclination then that that was it music was going to be your career as a performer or was it more in a teaching spectrum because 
and obviously know that you enjoy teaching kids because we went to camp <laughs> together um but was it always the performance aspect that you were after as um, a college student definitely um yes performing was always what I wanted to do I just knew I wanted to be on stage and I wanted to entertain crowds and I wanted people to uh connect with me on stage and off stage when they would listen to my music or um whoever whatever I was um uh singing if they like wanted to Mm -hmm. if they liked my music you know I just always wanted that connection with the audience and with uh people and um so when I was moving to college we stopped in Nashville my mom and I and we were just hopping some bars on Broadway and there were just these really great singer songwriters singing and I knew that that was where I needed to be so when Mm -hmm. I graduated college I knew I needed to go to Nashville and uh pursue the dream and it's been so fun I literally am having the time of my life Oh, that makes me so happy. (laughs) So Nashville is everything you imagined and more? Oh, yes. So it's all about who you know in this town, but I have made amazing connections and uh, lifelong connections for sure that have helped me with co-writing, with producing, with uh, any type of like um, performing aspect, all of that. Um, I meet new people basically every day and obviously because it's COVID not in person but online which has been really (laughs) cool (laughs) but um yeah so did you move there by yourself I can imagine that would be terrifying even though it's a dream I know I know it's quite daunting yes my mom uh was with me when we found my apartment and then she said bye and left like three days later and (laughs) you're on your own now yeah so I didn't know anyone um my I knew um a couple that grew up with my grandparents that really lived close by that I knew Mm -hmm. that I well I actually didn't know it but I met them there and then uh from someone who was a family friend um that I didn't know said you should go meet these people and I did and that who is who ended up being my producers and co-writers so it just oh my goodness I I know really it's been awesome (laughs) but yeah I literally didn't know anyone and I just kind of grew my friends and family out here as well as you know my family that's still in Texas but um you know from summer camp I knew I could be independent and yes (laughs) was able (laughs) to be out on my own yeah, I, I can imagine you'll make friends so easily, Alison. <laughs> you do not have a problem there. But for us in the UK, to put it plainly, how does Nashville compare to Houston, which is where you're originally from, especially in the music scene? Because we hear about Nashville on TV shows. Right. It's a very idealistic place. But <laughs> in your opinion, how, how much of a step up is it in terms of the music scene? So if COVID was not a thing, Nashville is literally the best place to be. There is something new yes. every single day that is going on. Um, there is always something to do. Um, as a singer-songwriter, people are playing and singing everywhere um, mm-hmm. at different 
uh, venues and restaurants. We have things called writers rounds, which are where like three to five different singer songwriters are on a stage and each of them play a song and then it goes to the next one to play a song. And then um, they do probably like three or four, but you never know who you're listening mm-hmm. to. It could be someone who is a hit songwriter that wrote for, um, you know, Taylor or well, not Taylor, she writes her music, but you know, like Kenny Chesney yeah. or Luke Bryan and then uh, Kelsey Ballerini or something like that. It's really, really fun. And it's just such a cool town and everybody's kind. You would expect it not to Aww. be like that, but everyone really wants you to do well and is rooting for you the best way possible, which I found amazing. So I Yeah, that's quite yeah. surprising mm-hmm. because you'd think because it's somewhere that a lot of singer songwriters go to have their break and to establish themselves, you often just assume that there's gonna be competitiveness exactly. between the artists. Yeah. But that's lovely to hear that it's a supportive environment. It's very supportive and we all want to collaborate together as co writers or um, artists are even working together on different writers rounds but it's been a blessing for sure I'm loving mm-hmm. every minute of it and how is it like performing there for the crowds so I have performed just a couple of times because right before COVID hit was when I was really about <laughs> to get going when you were gaining <laughs> momentum oh my yeah. goodness the amount of times I've heard this phrase it feels like a lot of people were just kind of getting on their feet right? and then the world was like actually we're again. gonna take a break and let yeah. you chill but so for the exactly. few times that I did perform um it was really cool. They were at different mm-hmm. locations um, and there are different audiences. Um, I At one place that I went, everyone was quiet while I was singing, which was different for the other act. No one was really paying attention. So I thought that was really nice mm-hmm. and really interesting. Yeah. That, you know, people were wanting to listen and stop what they were doing. And then um, the other one... Uh, it went well too. It just was a totally different atmosphere. And mm-hmm. what we've, or what I've noticed um, performing out in Nashville is not everyone is from Nashville. It's a lot of people who are traveling for bachelorette parties or they just are in town because mm-hmm. Nashville's Nashville. And um, <laughs> so it's a really cool networking way for you to get your music out to people who are just in town for those few days and they got to hear you mm-hmm. and um then they want to listen to all of your music and follow you and support you and it's really really oh, cool that's yeah. so nice yeah I love that mm-hmm. it's definitely on my places to come visit for sure when the, the world opens back up again my friend <laughs> actually has traveled pretty much all, all of the U.S. yeah she said that's her favorite city nashville so i trust her opinion a lot so i'll be there (laughs) well perfect you know you have a place to be with me if you'd like to come exactly (laughs) for sure we need to absolutely talk about your stint on the recent netflix show sing on (laughs) absolute spoiler alert for anyone that's not seen it allison here won the episode that she was on it was incredible (laughs) Thank Can you. you please give us a little summary yeah. of what the show is, what it's about for those who haven't seen it yet? Yes, I can. So um, I was on a show called Sing On, and it's a karaoke game show. 
It's so fun. I'm on episode number yeah. six, which is the 80s decades episode. Mm-hmm. And Titus Burgess is the host. But basically, there are six contestants and we all vote each other out on either if you want to make more money or if you think that the person who is going to win, you don't want them to win was kind of like the mm-hmm. backstories. And luckily for me, ours was, if you didn't sound so well, we're going to kick you out because we want more money. So I just yes. was very lucky. But it was a blast. And it was so, so, so fun. And yeah, you should definitely watch it. it lo- yes, really enjoyable. And it looked like you had a lot of fun. How did you sign up to that show? Were you approached or was it something you applied for? So when I moved to Nashville, there was an app called Meet Up. And it's like, I'll meet you up if uh, here or let's meet up if you like this or something like that. And so when I moved here, like I said, I didn't know anyone. So I said, I might as well get this app to help me. And one of the groups I joined was a singer songwriter group. And this person randomly messaged and they're saying, do you like to sing? Do you like to have fun? Do you like to sing karaoke? Then you should audition for this TV show. And I actually mm-hmm. do not like karaoke. <laughs> I, do you not? I, I hate it. <laughs> oh my and, goodness, I would not have expected that. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, what, the, what are the chances? Might as well just audition uh-huh. for fun. And um, I auditioned for The Voice and American Idol when I was younger. And those just, you know, it didn't really go well at all and I just was like I don't know what I'm gonna do but let's just try it out and <laughs> it gives you experience right for any, oh for sure exactly auditioning yes, the very least. yes and so I went to the audition and then they loved me and I was very confused and was like okay <laughs> all right this is going well I guess and then just um it was a lot of a couple months just really not knowing what was going on they really wouldn't Uh say much and then they flew us out to London and it was amazing and we were only there for like four days maybe even Mm -hmm. it was just three but it was so fun and yeah I had a blast it was great and it was before COVID happened (laughs) yeah I know it looks everyone's dancing together you're all hugging one another I know. Like, oh my god the good old days I know so crazy <laughs> you had to keep this a secret didn't you oh my gosh was that yes. tough it was so hard I <laughs> so luckily for me my mom was able to go with me so my mom went mm-hmm. with me to the show and we were able to keep it under wraps for the most part, I told like my siblings and my dad and maybe like three other people, but it was very hard not to tell anyone. Oh, I can imagine. Prior to the show, I you know had to tell people, yeah, I'm going to London. Uh, we're going to see how it goes and then come home. And I was like, it was fun. <laughs> I had Full a stop. great time. <laughs> That's all you're getting. <laughs> Did you hint to them at least? oh, you'll find out the results of this. And yeah, I, of and that was or... the other thing, too, is we didn't know when it was going to air. We just were, right. they just kept saying. So we filmed it in November 2019, and mm-hmm. it didn't come out until September 2020. So it... <gasps> That is almost a year of <laughs> yes. keeping a huge secret. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. It was <laughs> so hard, and I. it was just one of those funny things that, we um the people from my episode we were all messaging each other like have y'all heard anything like do we know when this is gonna happen and uh it was so funny because we just were like 
this is gonna happen guys it's gonna happen I swear <laughs> mm-hmm. it's gonna happen Aww. I love that you were on the 80s episode I, I love 80s music it's did so you guys fun. have like a say in what themed episode you were on or was it just by chance um it was by chance they uh casted us that way so right. it worked out for me I've watched the other episodes and the other episodes are great mm-hmm. but I think ours is honestly the most fun music wise I yeah think it's the most karaoke style isn't it as well yeah right you see yeah the exactly audience wanting to sing along <laughs> like, even at yeah. the, the intro with like a virgin the audience yeah. basically are out singing everyone on the stage because they're having such a good time. So it's a perfect it's so karaoke theme. I love it. Yeah, I know. It's such a cute show. I love it too. Did you have a favorite song? You absolutely killed the Whitney Houston one. So part of me Thank thinks you. that and that's your favorite. Camp champion. Hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. percent. <laughs> um, but and it was so. That's so funny because when I was growing up, my parents told me the three people you cannot cover are Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, and Mariah Carey. And when, you know, I had to choose between Cher and Whitney, obviously I had to go Whitney because I know that song better than anyone. Uh And I just was like, I can sing it. I know I shouldn't, but I know I can sing it. And it just worked out well. It worked out clearly so well because you won it. That was the song that you won on. So it was absolutely amazing. And I have to ask, what did you do with your prize money? Because that was a a nice little sum you got at the end there for those who haven't yeah. seen it you got was it forty two thousand dollars yes <gasps> yeah oh my goodness I, I hope know. you treated yourself uh, nice new handbag or so something. <laughs> I, I bought a peloton mm-hmm. um so I'm riding my peloton which is so much fun um and then I put it towards my music mm-hmm. so my upcoming album release which hopefully is very soon um and the rest is just kind of chilling there it's like a safety <laughs> I net, really right? wanna, <laughs> yes 100 percent. I really want to go on a trip and I was trying to go somewhere really awesome but I was like COVID's going on and I would rather enjoy going on a trip where I wouldn't have to worry about being exposed or anything so exactly that'll probably happen later on Mm -hmm. but so for now it's just chilling (laughs) as tempting (laughs) as it is you're probably doing the right thing I totally believe that hi balloons are a family business based in Leith ran by two sisters they started during 2020 when on furlough and mat leave and have now turned this side project into a business. They love getting creative with their customers and can personalise balloons for any occasion. They deliver all across Edinburgh, so make sure you DM them on either Instagram and Facebook to order yours. The Blossom Forge is a small, family-run florist business specialising in dried, preserved and full flowers. Their bespoke service includes large or small-scale installations, bouquets and pampas grass supply, to name a few. They have an eco-minded approach to their business and are passionate about reducing waste in the floral industry. They have a Facebook page, Instagram and a website where you can order your flowers. I'll leave all in the link below. What was it like being part of a TV show like that? Was it 
a lot different to your usual style of performing and did you enjoy it more? It was so much fun. I had such a blast. I really uh, didn't know what to expect. And on my episode, two other people were, um, they one worked at Disneyland and was Olaf. And then oh my God, the other, <laughs> I know, uh, what Matt, who was the final uh, with me, he is a Dapper Dan at Disney World and uh, like sings around Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they also performed a lot. And it was just definitely totally different than any riders round in Nashville for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I really did have such a blast doing it. And being on stage I just I enjoy so much so Mm -hmm. it was really really fun to connect with an audience who was it was funny because they were supposed to you know root for everyone but then (laughs) towards the end you know you can kind of hear that they're like go out and go oh that's amazing (laughs) I love that it was so fun so how have you found the reception that you've got gotten after the exposure on Netflix because Netflix is huge I mean you've got it all over the US us in the UK are certainly seeing sing on I'm sure a lot of Europe are as well so have you found yourself having more followers or more fans in your music yeah so um I randomly because it's on Netflix so people can stumble upon it whenever they want Mm -hmm. and I'll just randomly get people from all over the world saying I just saw your show and I loved it it was so great and uh there was this one girl who is a Taylor fan and uh when I say Taylor it's Taylor Swift um (laughs) so she loves Taylor Swift just like I do and she saw the show and then saw that my first song that I released was Taylor made and she was like oh my gosh wait a minute (laughs) is this about Taylor Swift and freaked out and it was so precious and so gained a fan like that oh that's brilliant it's such a it's, smart it's move so cool. when you're pursuing a career in music to go on a show like that it's just yeah I think it's going to serve you well for Thank like you. you say a long time because it's on Netflix for people to view at their pleasure it's not like right. years ago where it was launched on this night and that was the only time you got to exactly. see it it's there for people to right. see and oh it's, it's just really exciting <laughs> a really exciting I know. Your career. yes 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 <laughs> I'm very happy that that was able to happen mm-hmm. it was yeah pretty crazy yeah crazy but amazing <laughs> you already touched on your song Taylor Made which is great (laughs) and I'm definitely going to share it on the podcast and stuff so people can have a listen and know what we're talking about um but you you already referenced the inspiration behind it shall we see it's because (laughs) if you don't know Alison she's a major Taylor Swift fan and I think it's just a lovely way to it's like an ode to Taylor Swift and everything that she has done for the industry and for aspiring artists like yourself. Do you want to go into a little bit more about why Taylor in particular was your inspiration? For sure. So way back when, when I first heard Taylor Swift's song, Our Song, I instantly fell in love with this voice and I didn't know 
who it was, but I knew there was something there that I needed to learn more about. Mm -hmm. And I went to Best Buy with my mom and bought a Taylor Swift debut album CD and listened to it on repeat. And the rest (laughs) is history. Um, (laughs) Love at first sound. (laughs) Love at first sound. Yes. Um, And I just, I loved her songwriting. I loved who she was. I loved how genuine she was. I loved um, just how personable she was with her audience and how open she was. And it really made me realize that that is what I want to do when I grow up. And I wanted to be just like her Mm. with my fans and just like her with my writing and everything. And so when I knew music was the way for me to go, um, I didn't expect to end up in Nashville in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I basically, you know, followed in her footsteps and yeah. uh, <laughs> been trying to do the same thing she did, except she was 14 and I'm 26. But, <laughs> you know, um, I wrote Taylor Made with Andy Renfrey and Ren Renfrey and when Andy and I started to write it down, we were both, we were just talking about Taylor and how much I am such a fan Mm -hmm. and am inspired by her. And she said, so basically you were Taylor made. And I said, yes. Oh, wow. And then we just wrote the song and I've met a lot of Swifties who connect with it, which is really cool Mm -hmm. and exciting. And um, it's more of a rocky Taylor anthem yeah it's so fun it's great (laughs) and the lyrics you can just feel (laughs) you just feel every single word I really love it and I obviously know that you're you're a huge Taylor Swift fan but if I didn't I'm sure it would seem just as genuine but this is a hard question (laughs) Alison what's your favorite Taylor Swift song and why okay sorry to ask you this (laughs) oh my gosh um okay so ob- the obvious answer is All Too Well because everyone loves All Too Well because it's a masterpiece. And the Bridget, like, is just one of the most well-written songs ever. Mm-hmm. So All Too Well is always my answer. But I also, because she's coming back with Fearless and all of that right now, which is just so exciting, um, her re-releases, if you don't know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, um, April 9th, look out for it. But... <laughs> um, she had songs that weren't released and one of those when I was uh I was in no cabin one plus (laughs) way back when I think that was 2009 I don't know Um, one of her songs is called I'd lie and it's just so cute and that's probably up there with all too well is I'd lie (laughs) for sure so old Tay and then obviously she has so many new songs mm-hmm. and I love all of it as well so those we'll, we'll go with those two I know I'm so <laughs> interested in how her vibe has completely changed she was very country it then really very has. Pop, and now she's got this folk thing going on it's really know, impressive yeah. for an artist to completely mm-hmm. weave in and out of these different styles yeah I agree is that agree. something you, I, mm-hmm. is that something you could see yourself doing or do you think you yes. have so, your identity and you'd like to stay true to that? I, it's very funny that you asked that question because I <laughs> literally don't know what my identity is with music. And 
Um, obviously, Taylor Made is more of a rocky mm-hmm. song. And then my second single that I released called The One is more indie mm-hmm. and has more of like uh, art, like singer songwriter, um, indie, or, oh, Americana vibe. That's the word I was trying to think of. And then Sippin' on Something that I just released last week is more country pop. So they're all over the place, Uh but there is that little pop element to it. Mm -hmm. And I am still trying to figure out who I am as an artist, but I think it's really cool that I am able to dive into all these different genres because I... Even though you're supposed to stick to one, I think it's pretty cool that I'm not sticking to one at the moment. I think that's great. And especially at the start when you're still somewhat finding yourself, it's good to dabble and see what resonates well with the audience, see what you enjoy, which is obviously really important because if you enjoy it more, the better the music will be. And yeah, right. like you can have your own Taylor Swift journey of going through all these different genres, <laughs> but you're still exactly. authentically Allison, which is <laughs> very cool as well. Yes, I've made the joke that when I'm famous and I'm on tour, I'm gonna do like two arias from opera mm-hmm. and say, "This is your time to go to the bathroom and go buy your t-shirts." <laughs> but if you want to hear me sing opera, please stay. <laughs> Oh, I think that's so fun though because it clearly shows your love for what you do the, that you just want right. to encapsulate everything I, I think there's something yeah. really special about that but like you said stepping on something is definitely more country and mm-hmm. it has this lovely little sassy feel to it as well yeah. Taylor Maid was a lot more innocent I think and stepping on something was okay, like yeah. Alison is a woman and she's out in a bar and <laughs> it has such a right. cool little story to it is it based on the true story can I ask no it's not okay okay <laughs> um you're convincing I... <laughs> thank you I appreciate it um we my friend uh and co-writer Megan Barker on that song she has a song called uh cuz tequila told me to and it's so cute and catchy mm-hmm. and so fun and when Andy and I approached her I asked her let's write a song like tequila told me to mm-hmm. I just love that song so much and I know we could nail it and uh we wrote sipping on something in like an hour it was oh awesome. really so, so it's just something that yeah. came really naturally yes yes it worked it was very fast and uh just a really fun song and we knew it was gonna be good we were yeah. like this yeah, it is this it is, is really great <laughs> I love it and for your songs you've already mentioned that you kind of like to tailor and now other artists for some inspiration is there anything else in your life that you look to when you're in the songwriting process so yes um uh, what I've been, while I'm co-writing and getting ready to release all of this new exciting music, which I'm so mm-hmm. pumped about, um, it, I've basically been writing just how I feel and what I think is fun and just really great topics. And um, I just want people to listen to my music, but enjoy listening to my music Mm -hmm. so I try to 
incorporate what I feel like other people would enjoy when I'm writing and who I'm writing with. And I think we've been doing a really good job with that. And I'm just hoping that people will agree and uh, really enjoy listening to what I'm singing and relate to it. Cause I think that's what music is. Mm-hmm. If you want to relate to your audience and engage with them, yeah. not just on stage, but through online when you listen to the song. You know, uh-huh. so. And I think as a fan and a listener of your music, you want to be able to see yourself in the song as well, which I think you, yeah. you do really well. Um, I think that's probably something you've Thank learned you. from Taylor Swift as well, being such a, <laughs> a big fan. You managed to tell a story so much so that you feel like you're going through the motions when you know your, your AirPods are in your ear and you're listening to Spotify. <laughs> so it was really cool. Oh, awesome. Well, thanks, Karen. I'm glad that you can hear that. Of course, of course. So you have alluded to releasing more music and you're definitely (laughs) releasing it more frequently. Is there an album coming up soon? Yes. (gasps) Um, (laughs) How excited. We are hoping late spring, early summer. Um. Keep your eyes peeled, but I'm so I'm just so excited because I really think 2021 is a big year for me and music because I'm so I made up this like five year plan when I moved here uh-huh. and year three was kind of going to be the let's get it going year and mm-hmm. it's this is year three and it's the let's get it going year so I'm doing well I'm following yes the it's and, only February um. I know. (laughs) Cranking up that gear. (laughs) Yes. So I'm excited. And then I, um, by year five, I want to be nominated for a Grammy, but we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? But um, a dream is never too big, Allison. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, (laughs) Kate. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So is there a theme for the album? Does it lean on any of your previous singles more so than the others? Is it more country? Can you tell us anything? That's another great question that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> but um, uh, it, there's a lot of great music. I'd mm-hmm. say pop is definitely in every song. And there's that little bit of the pop element. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot more country pop songs on the, that record. But um, it, it's kind of a mix of all different things which okay. again is what I really enjoy yeah so. staying true we'll to what you've done goes. so far oh I'm really <laughs> excited especially if people who are following you already will love your music and this is just going to be the icing on the cake and the bit of Alison Asarch that we all need right now <laughs> especially in lockdown when we just want to keep listening yeah. to music so a new album is completely welcome and I cannot wait I'm so pumped. I'm so excited for it. Aside from this, what else have you got planned for this year? I'm not really sure how the COVID situation is in the US. I think you have slightly more movement than we do here in Scotland and the UK. Um, But what's your plans? So at the moment, um, we're getting the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And so my age group should be able to get it in May. Mm -hmm. So... I'm hoping that that's good. Um, 
we I I work out at a restaurant at, at the Pancake Pantry in Nashville, which is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, you know, not at the full capacity and we have to wear masks everywhere and uh, we sanitize like crazy. Um, so our situation is still, you know, we're still in lockdown mm-hmm. and I think think it'll get better but I don't think it's gonna be back to normal till the summer okay it's what I'm thinking so just keep doing what you're doing and then hopefully by summertime we'll start maybe live performing again is that does that sound reasonable or is yeah. that yeah <laughs> yes that does sound reasonable so um there are a few places I've seen different venues that say that they're being called friendly but they're not and mm-hmm. so I don't want to be affiliated with that but mm. I've found a few that are doing a really good job of it that um I hopefully will start performing at and I'm thinking probably late March April is when I think I'm going to be ready to do that oh wow that's not far away at all few weeks I know I love that you're like taking that ownership though and responsibility that you want those who are coming to see you to be safe as well because I I'm, imagine that as an aspiring performer and someone that's having their breakthrough as we speak mm-hmm. it must be so tempting for you to just jump on the nearest stage <laughs> as soon as you can <laughs> but it's so nice to hear that you're being really considerate and I think that's so important because your fans will trust you right no. yeah thank you thank yeah you. so good decisions it. very mature you can tell you were a <laughs> counselor you. one time in your life <laughs> so responsible. I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what? Uh, so to finish Alison what is your quote that you live by my quote um I don't know who it's by but I know it's from Kung Fu Panda Ooh, and not great movie <laughs> Um, so my quote is, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift, and that's why we call it the present. How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> I, I swear, I just mentally teleported back to Austin, <laughs> Marble Falls. <laughs> I think I've heard you say that at least maybe a couple times most likely yeah I think maybe in the double double figures (laughs) I love it but it just shows that it's your one (laughs) thank you once again for listening to my podcast it means the world and of course thank you to Alison for joining me today make sure you share this on social media when you're listening and if you can please 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 rate this on Apple Podcasts it would mean the world until next time